Three, two, one. Awkward rambles. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Awkward Rambles, the podcast where we keep rambling until it gets awkward. Uh, we have a special guest with us today, Maria, my Ooh. lovely Pilates partner. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello. Hi, everyone. Welcome. I feel like you got very Australian there with your hello, hello. <laughs> Hi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for inviting me, having me on. Welcome to the pod. Yeah. Thank you for being willing to join very last minute. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is my first time, my first time ever, like doing a podcast sort of thing. So this is cool. Mm. I mean, you've been on like uh, Jasmine's like YouTube thing. So I guess it's kind of similar just without your face on. Yeah, (laughs) I guess. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not usually a talker. Like I don't talk, which is I don't, I'm not. I don't talk much, do I? Oh, then this is the wrong media. <laughs> so, no, um, <laughs> I, I think I think you do when you're comfortable. Because like mm. when it's just me and yeah. you, we're, we're always talking about something. So right. So mm. let's see how much we can ramble on today. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, if you go off topic, it's completely fine because our podcast is com- You know, it it allows that, so you can just really randomly bring on like random conversations or thoughts that you have and it's yeah. gonna be all fine people are just gonna be like oh she's one of them <laughs> yeah. okay yes um anyway moses what's our topic for today how about we have how about maria tell us a little bit about herself before we actually oh, start oh yeah <laughs> oh, okay one uh... of us is focused today all right oh sorry it's too early <laughs> um my name is maria I'm from Sydney, Australia. Um, I've been here in Korea for about, we're hitting almost a year. Would you say 11 months probably? Yeah, you, yeah, you guys are nearly, yeah. nearly a year. Yeah, hitting my one-year mark soon. Um, I teach English at a kindergarten. And, yeah, so far um, Korea has been good to me. It's been nice being here. It's been good. I mean, this winter season, though, I don't know. Like, you know, I'm from Sydney. It's definitely a lot warmer over there, especially at this time of the year. But I'm surviving in this cold. It's yeah. nice. It's good. As, it's been good. As a native of, like, sub of tropical weather, you'll never get used to it. Oh, I'm, like, every day or whoever I'm speaking to, I'm always bringing up the weather. I'm like, dude, it's too yeah. cold. My feet yeah. have frozen. Um, you know, thermals right now, my best friends, I don't leave the house without wearing like double layers. Um, I will admit though, like, I do feel like you never really get used to the cold, but then I kind of get used to the cold in the sense that regardless of the weather, I I never seem to wear thermals anymore. And it's usually just like, I'll have just a jacket and another jacket on top of it, not even zipped up and just go out. And I'm starting to realize that's not normal. <laughs> yeah, maybe you have, you're, this, yeah. you're adjusted. You've adjusted to so. the cold. Yeah. 
but some people have like warmer bodies right like inside like you just don't feel the cold because my my tutor's daughter she has two but she was saying like her eldest literally goes out in a t-shirt and just the long padding and she says she's not cold and i'm like uh, isn't that like how can you just wear a t-shirt but then yeah some people just don't feel it but i mean it in the sense that when i first started here i used to be the type like layers upon layers uh -huh. jackets all this kind of stuff and as time goes by i just realized like now i'm just walking out with a single jacket on like unbuttoned just yeah. like this is fine um, you're immune now you're immune i yeah. don't think i'm immune because there are some moments where i'm just like oh my god why am i outside why is anyone outside right now it's too cold <laughs> I'm like, why am I so cold? Yeah, I should have put Maybe on it's more. like you're just ducking out real quick, just trying to get like underground into the subway or like trying to get indoors. And then once you're indoors, it's like super hot anyway. So you're Possibly, only like yeah. out. Yeah. It is. I think that's the most frustrating part. Like you're all laid out prepared to be cold. And like, so yes. you're like trying to warm yourself up. But then you get into a subway and you're like sweating. And I'm, oh, yeah. and you just think, I purposely dislike summer because of the whole sweating business but here i am in winter and i'm yes. also sweating like what is this um but that's but then you suffer the reverse of that in the summer where it's like it's so hot so you don't layer up but every place you go to has their acs on blast yes. and then you're just freezing mm -hmm. wherever anytime you're inside you're freezing because uh -huh. you're you're like ready for the outside weather and it's just mm -hmm. can y'all like turn down that air conditioner by like 10 degrees please please no yeah oh my <laughs> korea's korea's way of dealing with temperature is oh let's jack up the heat but oh it's too hot let's open the window and then i think i don't think at least in the summer i don't think they go oh turn up the air cord and put on a heater but i wouldn't be surprised if they did too just because um yeah, it's it's a funny, funny. Uh, yeah, they, they I don't guess go the for thing. equilibrium. They go for no. the complete opposite, and it's just yeah. okay. We'll, like we'll shock your work. system. Yeah. <laughs> just shock your system yeah. once you walk indoors somewhere. Yeah, mm. it's, uh, <laughs> but it's not good. So, how is it like as a first year person? Especially, I feel like the last couple of years. I feel like has been a just completely different experience for first year teachers. How has it been so far living in Korea during COVID? During COVID? Mm, it's been good. Like I, I, I can't really, I don't have any, I don't think I've got any like, complaints or anything like that. I mean, I do hear the nightlife before mm. COVID here was like really good. Like, you know, really crazy so we wouldn't I, know a thing I, about that <laughs> i know i mean you wouldn't but I, I i i've been <laughs> so i've heard that i've missed out a bit on that but even still like i've with um covid and everything like there's always something to do here you can still go out and you know enjoy places i've been able to you know travel within korea that sort of thing the mm -hmm. only tricky part i must say is like not being able to travel abroad mm. like you know yeah. if had there not been any covid you could yeah. you know uh, pop into i don't know asia like another part of asia yeah. somewhere or i could go home and visit family um real quick but 
apart from that, like just being in Korea, it's been good. I think they manage it pretty well. I don't mind. I don't mind the masks and that sort of thing. If I compare it to like Sydney back home and like COVID situation there, they were in lockdown mm. for a really long time, like a couple of months. Um, you know, no one left the house. Um, you, could, you could only go to like grocery shopping. There was only one person from the household who could go grocery shopping. Mm. It was like a real lockdown. No one was doing anything. No one was going out to eat. No one was, yeah, doing anything. So during that time, like I'd be talking to family back home and, you know, I was out and about living my life yeah. and they were kind of like stuck at home. But now it's like <clears throat> the complete opposite. Whereas in Sydney, it's like there's no restrictions, nothing whatsoever. Like everyone's just really, really living their life now mm. and we're still doing the whole restriction thing. But I don't mind the restrictions here. Mm. Like you can still go about your day and do whatever you like. I mean, 9, 9 p.m. is a bit early. <laughs> it's a little bit early, but um, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah, honestly, that's one of the things I don't really get in terms of restrictions and stuff. It's just like, is closing things down two hours early really going to mm. make much of a difference? But yeah. I mean, like you just make it sound like, like, oh, once it hits 10 o'clock, everyone's out here just passing COVID to everyone else. But mm. I'm like, I'm, I'm mm. not going to complain. I'm rarely outside after mm-hmm. work anyway. Mm. So, but yeah, that, that one always sounded odd to me. But it's very interesting hearing like, a perspective from an Australian compared to like an American because it's just it just feels like chaos back in the states yeah like it, it seems a bit chaotic back in you know in Sydney too but uh-huh. um like yeah it, it was a bit chaotic like they couldn't even get there they were getting results like it took more than a week for them to get their PCR uh-huh. results and that sort of thing um like the lines people would be waiting hours 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 just to go and try get a COVID test and then after waiting like say three hours they'll close the the testing place because they've run out of kits and then you just wasted your day trying to get a test and then you know you've got to go home now so like I think um people weren't even um testing they'd do like the the rapid antigen test that sort of they'll do that and then just kind of go off that and then self-isolate um off of that but yeah and you know everyone there's like so many people that I knew back home that were actually testing positive you know and then I'm the way that I see it is like being here in a foreign country larger population constantly being out and about you know the subways there's so, so many people around you I'm kind of like relieved that I'm, you know, I feel, I feel safe. Mm. Like I'm able to go out and um, be around so many people, but, you know, wearing a mask and little things like that, I don't mind because I'm, I do feel safe. Mm. Like, you know, I yeah. haven't caught COVID yet. Touch wood. I wish I had. <laughs> 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 Touch wood. Touch something. <laughs> yeah, but like um, people that I know, like back home or, you know, wherever, like it's it seems like it's, going like going out really fast and you know they're catching it really easy so then I'm asking myself now I'm thinking are the restrictions here like working how like 
the way that South Korea is going on about it mm. at the moment is it working for us and it, for me anyway it seems like I'm feeling safe so yeah mm. I mean there is a whole argument with mask or no mask um and I do think wearing it does protect ourselves because you know I I think at least once a year I get like a really bad like cold or sickness just because of you know weather or just from other people and because the past few years we've been wearing masks I haven't had that experience at all um so I do think wearing a mask has helped with you know passing on like bacteria and germs mm. through the air because you know there are there are some very unhygienic people around and they just cough into the air sneeze into right. the air spit on the floor and so yeah. you know it, it really for me anyway in a maybe it's psychological but i feel mm. cleaner um is there um, an anti-mask is there an anti-mask group in korea yes yeah. oh there when, is yeah when i you remember that time we were walking down Gangnam and there were people like sh- like shouting? They yeah, were yeah. all they were all anti. Oh, actually, they're not they anti master anti vax. They were anti vax. Yeah, they were anti vax. But I'm I'm assuming that they would also not wear a mask. But then mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like anti the anti vax and anti mask would be like two different. They could be yeah. Because and being anti vax is a case of I don't know. I don't trust these vaccines mm-hmm. kind of thing while the anti I feel like Korea isn't because masks have always been a part of yeah. the culture here. True. So, so I was I was curious about that. Is there an anti mask like kind of like contingent in the in Australia? Is that a thing? Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, that that was a thing. Um wearing masks, people aren't about that over there. Mm-hmm. And um at the moment, like there's no need, like there's no like you can go about your life without a mask mm-hmm. um but yeah there were people who were like trying to get a um a sorry what's the word oh like, like an exemption thing like yes, medical yes, exemption? yes. Uh, yes yes an exemption uh, so like while there were restrictions on that required you to wear a mask people would be would have an exemption and be like you know for medical reasons mm. i don't have to wear a mask because you'd go into a grocery store and you, you know people the workers they would be like sorry you need to wear your mask before you come in and then there'd be people like no i don't have to yeah there, wear a mask there yeah. have been so many interesting mm. videos in at least in the states about people typically people of a certain a uh, certain right complexion <laughs> would really <laughs> would really get just livid about it and it's yeah. just it's just the just the most i don't know it's like could you be any more entitled irrational sounding just over the top thing that, that you are right now and it's it's yeah. pretty it's 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 pretty wild so i always wonder like it doesn't i only i i always see it through like the american perspective because that's just where my news mm my news source mm-hmm. mostly comes from and so i'm always wondered like how it is no, in other you can get the, the same sort of yeah. what i'm hearing from you I, I'm, there's those the same reactions or mm-hmm. so um, karen's you know, are global in okay. a, yeah, um, yeah 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 and in the uk too like my mum yeah. always saying like um i'm pretty sure they're 
looser with the restrictions, but they do kind of say recommend, hey, please try and wear a mask during like in public spaces. So my mom, I always say, you better wear it. And she was like, yeah, of course. But there are definitely people who don't because of their freedom and blah, de blah. Um, yeah. But I think it's all like to do with like the mindset, like the cultural mindset, mm. you know, um, Korea is very like, in the sense of community as if they worry about what other people think of them. So if someone mm -hmm. said, oh, you're not wearing a mask, you can't come in, they won't be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's very rare to see someone say, wow, that's my that's my rights, so, you yeah. know? Um, so exactly. they just don't go. But like back at home, people know and feel like they're more of an individual. So yeah. they would, they are more likely to have yeah. situations where people be like, well, this is my right. I'm not going to wear a mask. I am entitled to come in here, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, yeah, it know, definitely so comes from a more individualistic, the more individualistic the society is, uh, I feel like makes that a bigger issue. Mm. But yeah, the <laughs> the arguments for it is just like, man, making me wear a mask. That's just what there is. It's socialism or like, oh it this is bringing back um the holo like giving thoughts of the holocaust and the nazi regime and it's just like it's a mask man it's a mask during a pandemic what are you on about like yeah that's yeah the government's making you wear masks so they can control your individual freedoms like doesn't even make sense like yeah that's the starting point is you having to wear a mask during a pandemic but it's how people think and Mm -hmm. okay all right then cool 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 yeah. cool uh. yeah do you think is that like i'm thinking i'm thinking like if i was never here in, in korea during the pandemic and i was like back in australia would my view on wearing a mask mm -hmm. be like different mm -hmm. because probably yeah because you know back in australia yeah people didn't wear masks ever mm -hmm. you know and then when um like I think when I was there and it was like still starting out, I think there was a stage like where when we're going to the grocery store, we'd have to wear a mask. And I was like shy to be putting on a mask, like having to walk in and um, walk around wearing a mask. I was shy to do it. Mm. But then like coming here, living here, it's a complete opposite. It's like now I, I would never, like I walk out my door sometimes and I forget my mask and I'm like, terrified i'm like oh my god what am i doing i've like forgotten my mask like it's it's for me it's like um yeah the like you know people around me environment around yeah, yeah, yeah. me mm -hmm. definitely yeah definitely like change my perspective yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. sure I, I still remember during my earlier years i would mm -hmm. i would see people wearing masks and stuff like why are these kids wearing masks like mm -hmm. this is way before pandemic this was like 2012 14 mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff and then I just like finally just asked like a coworker, like, why do people keep wearing masks and stuff during the winter? And it's like, oh, because they're sick. And I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. that makes sense. But I'm like, yeah, no one ever thought of wearing a mask in America. Like, I can't. Yeah. Like, if essentially, if you're wearing a mask, you're the notion is you're probably up to no good because you're trying to hide your face. But uh, mm. yeah. So I'm like, wow, that's actually quite courteous of people to do yeah. that. Yeah. Mm. See that when you since you mentioned that it, it would be weird, right? If we were all back at home and this pandemic happened, maybe we wouldn't have worn masks because it would be kind of seen as you're labeling yourself as the person who is sick. I think that's the mentality mm -hmm. back home because my mum was yeah. saying 
when she used to have a cold, she would want to wear a mask because she doesn't want to be coughing everywhere. But mm. one time she did do that. And I think she had the flu or something. She did. She wore the mask and then they were like, why are you wearing it? Like, what's wrong yeah. with you? Like, it wasn't like, uh, oh, thanks for being considerate of us and, you know, protecting us from yeah. getting sick too. It was more like, what, what's wrong with you? And I mm -hmm. think with the pandemic too, wearing a mask as um, an Asian person, especially at the very beginning, was very like risky. Like even I was worried for like my parents and my brother who was like mm. in London because you know, they get targeted and it's just, yeah. it's, you know, it's a very different mindset altogether. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, not part of the culture. So, um, yeah, I guess if I was back at home, maybe I just wouldn't have ever left my house. I would just have just quarantined myself yeah. <laughs> and stayed there. I think um, for me, I would have not, I wouldn't normally wear a mask, but if being, if like, like how it it was advised by like the CDC, like the government mm -hmm. to wear a mask to help to prevent it, I would have worn it. I, I wouldn't have complained about wearing it. I'm like, oh, if I, if wearing this would help the situation, then yeah, I'll mm. put on a mask. In that case, yeah, but if, if it was for the fact that I'm being specifically told that, oh, wearing a mask is beneficial to getting past this, I probably would not have. It would have mm -hmm. never crossed my mind to like put on a mask, especially as a black person walking around the streets, I'm not putting on a mask. Like, mm, mm. No. but hey who knows what is right and wrong right now because yeah. you know everyone's just seems to be going about their ways of this whole covid situation so what are we um, now we're we're at the is this this is the third year of covid right we're in our yeah. third year right? yeah yeah the trilogy yes. <laughs> yeah I, I was thinking yeah you jumped in at a very decent time for being a first year because i still remember when COVID had like just became like a big thing in korea after the what was it the shincheonji thing when, when the one lady went to the church and that's where it, like uh -huh. it, it blew up in daegu yes. I, I remember hearing about that i remember when that happened and i had to go to the orient like the orientation and orientation was so weird that year because I thought this was so messed up, but like how typ typically orientation would work, at least for like the public school teachers. Uh, final day, or the day before the final day, the the people from each region would come in with their contracts and stuff to meet the new teachers, have them sign their contracts, move on, and then the next day they'll all like load onto their buses and move out. So because of that whole situation, it had changed. So. The people from the Gyeongbuk area, like the officials from the Gyeongbuk area and the Daegu area, we couldn't, they didn't want us to come the night before the final day. They wanted us to come on the final day and show up after all the other regions had left because mm. they were, and I'm just oh. like, that just sounds messed up. It's only like five people, like five people from the region <laughs> are coming in. You're worried that these five people are going to somehow infect everyone at orientation with something. So we had to show up yeah. at the end of orientation after all the other regions had left with their teachers. And it was just so weird because it was like on the final day. So we had to rush through everything. And I just remember all the people, all the new teachers going to Daegu, because it's just like, wow, you're going into ground zero and you just oh. got to Korea and you're going into this. So then I just see all these people on the buses and I'm just like, oh man, you suckers. 
These <laughs> poor, poor souls. And they're just like driving away off to their new life and ground zero. And it's just, it must have been so much. That first year, for first year teachers, yeah. it just had to be so different. I wonder how many of them stayed. <laughs> oh, I would probably say, I would feel like after that first year, things got progressively better. So I would say like maybe a lot of people more so than usual would have stayed because they're like, I didn't get that real experience of being here mm -hmm. yet. Mm -hmm. So man, that could have been a possibility. But the thing you mentioned before about the whole traveling, I feel like that's that has to weigh on, on a, in a lot of people's minds because I think that's mm -hmm. one of the big things people like about teaching in Korea is it's easy to save up money and then it's easy to travel to all these other countries around Asia and like no one can do that. So I feel yeah. like it soured a lot of people's experiences. Mm. But at the same time, like <clears throat> I don't I I only hear about like I, I don't have anything else to compare it to. Like yeah. this is the only career I know, you know, yeah. at the yeah, moment. Sure, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's it is funny like hearing um other people's experiences of career pre-COVID. But then I was just sitting here thinking, oh like, yeah, this is all I know. I don't yeah. have anything else to compare it to. It's, yeah. It's gonna be interesting seeing the long-term effects of this whole pandemic thing is going to have on like, especially on children. Like kids who started elementary school, like right when this happened, things are so different from them compared to like everyone else. So it's really gonna see mm -hmm. how how that goes, how how that affects them as time goes on and whatnot. But yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'm curious, what are some like what is something that's exceeded your expectations here and like being your like coming to Korea or things that disappointed you mm -hmm. based on your expectations? <laughs> Hitting you with them hard <laughs> questions. <laughs> something <laughs> Exceed, things that have exceeded my expectation like just the convenience like in getting around mm -hmm. um everything being so close together like you can go downstairs and you know get a coffee mm -hmm. i could go downstairs and get whatever i need i don't have to walk more than like one minute <laughs> mm -hmm. um whereas you know back home i live in the suburbs so you know, just to go do like run an errand, mm. you have to drive to get in the car. You have to drive. And, Same. Yeah. <laughs> so that I, I that it's not like something I really love about being here. Mm. Something that's disappointing. Mm, let me think. Something that really comes to mind. I mean, I wouldn't say it's disappointing. It's it's more on my part as a mm. foreigner living here. Sometimes, like, like I do. I do miss just being able to walk into somewhere and like being able to just easy, like easily communicate uh, and be like, yeah. oh, this is what I need. Yeah. But that's not, you know, it's not disappointing. It's just, yeah. it's on me. Like I don't speak Korean. So yeah. Instead of saying um, disappointing, yeah, probably like what is something that surprised you or is something you didn't expect when you came here? Expect. Yeah. yeah. Or something you weren't prepared for. So I guess that the whole like not being able to navigate or, around or without. not even being able to express yourself easily is something. That yeah, sucks. but the, the good thing is like you can still you can still do what you need to do. Yeah, like mm. in my, you know, I'll use some English and it gets me 
to where I need to be or like I'm able to complete the task you know if I need to go to the medical center I'm able to go to the medical center without speaking Korean or you know with knowing like the tiniest bit of Korean and being able to get away with it using English um apart from that no, like I, nothing really comes to mind. Mm. That's um, a good thing, really. It yeah. means you're enjoying your time here still. Yeah. And I like it could be something silly, like oh, like I haven't crashed this set of a K drama yet, or something like that. <laughs> 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 Me too. We need to we need to get on that somehow. <laughs> yeah, like um, I've been here eleven months. Like, how have I not crashed a set of someone's music video or something like that? <laughs> but um, otherwise, I, actually, yeah, like nothing specific comes to mind yeah it's been a pretty nice experience so far I haven't had any major negative ones or anything like that what was your what was your reasons for like why did you why did you want to teach in Korea in Korea um I traveled here with my friend 2019 we were only here for like a week but we loved it like we were here like our eyes were like wide open you know look at this look at that and then we went home and um I don't know like my job was it was just a job I wasn't really enjoying it Mm. I was unhappy in the job um my friend she'd been working the same job she was kind of getting over it too people around us were like it's I, I don't know this is like corny cheesy but like friends around us like you know we're like settling down you know mm. buying houses yeah. starting families and getting married and we went on that we went on that page like at the same like at the me and my best friend same time like you know single like we weren't we were like ready to move out of our jobs um for me I kind of always wanted the experience of um living abroad not mm-hmm. specifically South Korea but um like I always wanted to study abroad or, you know, do something like that. I never got around to it. And then like after doing like a quick Google search, we're like, oh, hey, you know, <laughs> you can easily <laughs> go and teach English in South Korea. And for me, I could see the steps clearly. Like it was um, like it was all there, like exactly what I needed to do. You know, mm-hmm. um, at that point in my life, it was like I could check those off and it was something that was, uh, possible like I could actually move overseas somewhere mm. so um yeah we just were like let's just do it let's just apply 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 so we did and um luckily just in time before COVID got more serious we were able to mm. make the move so, yeah well, congratulations for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was um the timing too as well it was like COVID was just happening so we were like we were seeing things on like facebook groups where um i don't think like they were mostly hiring within korea yeah at the time like they weren't looking for people who were um, outside of the country so that was something we were worried about but we just kept pushing and pushing and then yeah thankfully we managed to land a job here and well (laughs) i'm happy because then you know both you and jasmine have become i guess yeah a close part of my life too now that we work together and we hang out together so it's been pretty pretty cool but the Um, big question though the big question Uh is teaching here everything you expected it to be 
I love it. I love, I love, yeah, I really, I really do enjoy my job. Um, Like if I compare it to what I was doing before, like I am getting a lot of fulfillment from like, you know, teaching here and like, yeah, being around the kids and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, It's been really good. I feel really confident in the job as well. Um, Yeah, like I like I like going to work. I was, I think I was with you, Mandy, during vacation. And I was like, I was, when we were talking about the kids, I was like, oh, I miss my kids. <laughs> I, was like, during vacation, I, like, <laughs> I mean, they're not my kids, you know, but like, I miss the kids. Like, I, I'm like, I'm excited to see the kids. I don't know if it's just like a first thing, like a first year thing. I, I don't know if it's because I'm still fresh. I don't know. But no, no, there, there are kids. There are always our kids. Yeah. And that's how we all yeah. are. There are kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we haven't managed to go to the topic that I think we wanted to talk to, but it's okay. Today's um, actual topic. Um, but if you know, you know what, if you want to join us for part two, that's going to be awesome. Um, thank you, Maria, for this part of the episode and everyone, uh, join us next week again for some more awkward ramblings and more Maria. So <laughs> we will talk to you again next time. Bye-bye. Farewell.